I'm Sarah Gemitter. And I'm Jason Burkett. And this is Fourth Wave Feminism, the podcast, where every episode, Jason and I try to bring our different perspectives about the future of feminism into agreement. And tonight, we're on film. Yeah. We're helping one of our uh, friends out with a class project. She's a journalism major. They have to film things. Okay. So, Jason, what are we talking about today? Well, today is your day to choose to discuss high heels. <laughs> yes. Normally, <laughs> this would be my day to choose the discussion, and I would not have chosen high heels, but because of popular demand that we discuss high heels. That's what we're talking about. I, I bow to the will of our fandom. Army of listeners. <laughs> Army of listeners insists that we finally tackle <laughs> this thorny question of high heels. So Yes. It is a controversial subject, and Sarah and I have attempted to talk about this before, but we have not yet reached harmony. Correct. We agreement. have not. And so I will restate um, that it is important to me to, 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 to mention that this is a vulnerable subject here like i feel vulnerable bringing this up because people have yelled at you because because of what you think about high heels well yeah and because okay i am voicing something that is very true i am and you know who wants to be the person to say the true things nobody it's hard speaking truth to power is has never right. easy that is the situation <laughs> I have true things to say to powerful people <laughs> that are women uh-huh. and men, mm -hmm. and nobody wants to hear it. Well, okay, so why don't we, we get it. Okay. You feel vulnerable. What is the thing that you feel vulnerable saying? Here is the thing. Oh, oh, and one more disclaimer. Yes. I have a concern that I will not be able to do this justice, Okay. That I will, because I'm completely right about this, which I'm always a very open-minded person, and I'm always ready to change opinion about everything and do it all the time. It is one of my strengths, I think, of having no principles. But on this subject, I feel like I'm so right. Like, I'm so very right. And uh, my concern is that you, being a better, more articulate speaker and communicator of ideas, and me being so open-minded, that you will ultimately bring me over to what your opinion is. And I and that is a fear of mine because then no one wins, you know? <laughs> no one will get to be right if I stop being right. There will be no one left. And so like what I need from you yeah. is once or if but more likely once I fail <laughs> to convince you, I need you to convince you and everybody else. It's up to you. This is a strange way to enter a conversation with you basically saying that it is not possible that you are mistaken. Yes, I agree. Strange way to enter a conversation. And so what you're asking me to do yes. is to basically concede that it's not possible that you're mistaken and help you make your point, which I happen to disagree with. Right. Yeah. And so I need you to see through to the heart of the rightness and, and <laughs> carry that 
I will agree to do that if okay. you can open your mind just a tiny crack to the possibility that you may be mistaken. And that if I do convince you that you're mistaken, I might not be mistaken. Uh, well, let's let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> but yeah, of course, of course, I'm convincible. Okay. But it's for the for one of the fewest times ever. It is a danger to me to be so to impressionable. Be so impressionable and convincible. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, after all of this buildup. Yes. People are just dying, Jason. Yeah. Okay. Dying to know what is this <laughs> terrible thing that you think that requires all of this preamble and disclaimer and, and caveating. Okay, so here I will put it in its least offensive terms. Do your best. When a woman puts on high heels, I do not think, I don't want a woman who chooses to put on high heels to ever be surprised when she is respected less for doing so. So would a simpler way of saying that be to say that you, Jason, respect a woman less who wears high heels? Yes. Okay. But only a very little, just a tiny little bit. Um, enough it, to matter? Like, why are we even talking about it if it's just a tiny little bit? I see your point. This is a good question. So to me, because you and I, we both believe in micro messages, right? Yes. And we believe in micro insults. Yes. And micro offenses. Yes. And so to me, a tiny little bit of like, and it's not disrespect. It's just less respect. You know, like when I'm dishing out respect points... I withhold one if... For wearing high heels. Yeah. So if yeah. Aung San Suu Kyi, the um, Burmese activist, Nobel Peace Prize winner, is imprisoned for years for working for the uh, betterment of her country, recently released from prison, now um, a newly elected public figure... She's done amazing things, sort of hero of, her, of her, her people. If she walked into the room wearing high heels, you would respect her a little bit less. Absolutely. How could I not? But I wouldn't not respect her. She'd be way on the way the plus side, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, she'd be getting showered in respect. She probably wouldn't even notice. I probably wouldn't even notice how the little missing absent piece but there would be a tiny little bit yeah. less respect yeah it's kind of like so it doesn't matter how awesome a woman is mm -hmm. what incredible things she could have accomplished what amazing things she could have done to earn your respect she would earn that respect but then you would deduct a little bit if she was wearing high heels well i don't i want to say deduct that makes it sound like i'm taking it back when really it's like i'm just not handing it over in the first place so if you, if your full measure, I'm going to make up some numbers here because I know you love that. Yeah. <laughs> so let us imagine that your capacity to respect a woman or a man is 100. And this incredible, amazing, awesome woman who's done these incredible things that no one else has ever done walks into the room. You're, you would respect her 100. 
But if she's wearing high heels, you would respect her. 99. 99. Yeah. 1% less. Yeah. And so, again, this sounds a lot like me, right? Like we're talking yeah, about me. It does sound yeah, a lot like that. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying that, like, I don't know that I can say women feel the same way, but I would, I would defend the suggestion that all men feel this way. In that our they culture, respect in our women culture. less yeah, for like wearing if high heels? Yes, but just a little, like just a little less. An unoffensive amount, but in a problematic amount. All right, so here right away we have a little bit of a stumbling point. Right. Right, because we're trying to, in our way that we do things, we state how is how are things now? What is the world like right now? Your contention is that what the world is like right now is that when a woman walks into the room wearing high heels, people, maybe just men, maybe just Jason, respect her (laughs) a little bit less. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. And that that's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I will grant you. Okay. I will grant you that there are people who might judge a woman according to whether or not she is wearing high heels. They might form some opinion about her based solely on the fact that she is wearing high heels. Some of these people might say, that is awesome that she's wearing high heels. Some of these people might say, she must not be a feminist because she's wearing high heels. So I will grant you that that may occur in the world. What I am not willing to grant you is that it is appropriate that a person do such a thing. Okay. Great. <laughs> you got so excited. I can, I can work with this. Okay. Now, you say some people, it, it would not blow your mind to learn that some people would respect a woman a little bit less for wearing high heels. Yes. And so what are some of the reasons that could be given for that position? I can imagine someone thinking high heels are a symbol of the patriarchy or a symbol of oppression, and therefore this person would respect a woman less for participating in her own oppression. Symbol how? Because it's not like a flag, right? Like, I want you to walk me through (laughs) the downsides. The downsides. That would make anyone go. Of. Oh, she couldn't possibly be a feminist. Look at her footwear. Right. How does that logic happen outside of Jason's head? (laughs) Okay, outside of Jason's head. Because there are people who have legitimate issues with high heels. Yes. And I have... That aren't Jason. That aren't Jason. (laughs) I have legitimate issues with certain kinds of high heels. Oh, okay. They are very high heels. I have found them to be for myself uncomfortable okay and eventually your feet can really hurt if you're wearing high heels for a long time in an evening you're saying yes in the course of an evening they adjust the body posture so that it 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 elongates a woman's legs and makes her carrier it makes it makes you walk differently like you when you walk in high heels the idea this is my understanding of the idea is that you have to put one foot in front of the other and so that makes your hips sway more 
the idea is that that is very attractive to men. And then that then leads to this whole, like, high heels are a tool of oppression because they do things to a a woman's body that are not comfortable to the woman and are attractive to men. What if I said this? Because often I hear from women Mm -hmm. that they aren't wearing high heels for men. So I would even say what it does to their body makes them not just feel good about the way men see them. Maybe that's not, maybe that's irrelevant, Um, but they feel good about themselves. Right. Like it's linked to, so like even if like men didn't like them, they'd still wear them today because it's like, I wear these for myself because I feel good about myself in these. Yes. I, I can imagine a woman making that argument. Yeah. Well, usually that's like the counterpoint to say, don't dress up for men in a way that hurts you. And then people say, no, I dress up for myself in a way that hurts me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I would not make that choice for myself. There have been times in my life when I have worn heels that were uncomfortable that I could not wear for an entire evening. So I brought a second pair of shoes to wear home, the walking home shoes. Yeah. Um, But I don't, I choose not to do that anymore because I would rather be comfortable for the entire evening rather than for part of the evening. And the degree of difference that it makes to how attractive I look in my shoes is not worth it to me. Now, let me ask you this. Okay. When, like, picture you're at a party and you see two people. Yes. One who pulls out the walk-in home shoes and uh-huh. takes them off. The other person who didn't wear high heels in the first place. Okay. Which of them, now those are two separate decisions. Mm-hmm. Do you respect those people equally footwear-wise? Uh, yes. How? <laughs> how? How can you not deduct one point of respect from the person? Who has the walk-in home shoes? Yes. Because I don't know. This, it sounds like I'm a jerk. It sounds like I'm sitting around going, oh, pulling out the walking shoes, huh? Confessing that those are uncomfortable Points on your feet. taken away. Because I don't know what is going on in that other woman's mind. Like, I don't know what she based her choice on as far as the wearing the heels. and the, I don't know if she needed to feel tall for some particular reason. I don't know if like her date is really tall and she wanted to like not be like out of proportion with that person. I think that might lose the person respect (laughs) point for me. (laughs) You know, like if some lady who like went to prison, came out, got elected, rules her country now, (laughs) was like, I hate these shoes, but I wear them because I want to be the uh, more complimentary height with my date. I'd be like, lady, stick to running country. But what I'm saying is I don't know what is going on in the woman's head. Like she might have some totally legitimate reason that I haven't thought of for why she felt it was worthwhile to her to wear the uncomfortable shoes for a portion of the evening and then wisely change into the walking home shoes. Um, I don't, I just, I have a a problem with the idea of judging someone based solely on some outward sign without any kind of investigation or knowledge of what went into that decision for them. Okay. And here's the other thing. I am a small person. I'm five foot two and three quarters. This world that we live in is a world that favors the tall. Sure. 
you are tall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so playing field with the people who are favored. I'm going to put on these high-heeled shoes and be a little taller and then not have to worry about suffering the consequences. So there's a little bit when I hear you saying that you respect someone less for putting on the heels, there's a little bit of where I feel like you're judging them for not being courageous enough to deal with something that you yourself have never had to deal with. Oh, that was a good way to clarify that at the end <laughs> because I was just, my head was filling with all the things that people do to better fit into society at the expense of who they really are. But I see what you're saying. You're not, you know, so like if somebody was like, um, yeah, I wish the world did not favor the tall, but I'm not going to well, judge the tall them. or like, like it sounds to me like, or the attractive or the men or the whatever. Like I wish the world didn't have like these, physical things that they advantages that they grant to certain people that have nothing to do with the quality of the person. Mm -hmm. Um, But the world does do that. And so if someone makes a choice, that's like, look, I have got to fight on so many fronts. There are things that I can do nothing about this particular thing, this whole being short versus being tall thing. I can do something about that. I can put on this pair of heels. I can put on this pair of platform shoes and and not feel that sense of disadvantage that I normally feel. I have a great deal of sympathy for that. Okay. Okay. So just to restate. Yes. We both agree Mm -hmm. that no one can, that in the fourth wave perfect world, Yes. No one can wear high heels and get fully respected. We do not agree <laughs> about that. Here's what. Wait, so how? How could they do it? Here, here is what I, here's the world that I want. <laughs> the world that I want is a world in which there is not a script that tells a woman you must wear high heels to be sexy. Great. You must wear high heels to be feminine. Okay. You must be uncomfortable in order to be attractive. There's no script that says that. I love that. So if a woman wears high heels, if a woman chooses to wear high heels, we will know that she is doing it because she wants to, because she wants to be tall, because she wants to be powerful, because she wants blah, 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 not because there's some script that has told her that. Wait, what? Like, hold on. I'm so confused. So why would she then? So we live in the fourth wave world. I don't know why she this might, script but she doesn't might. Exist. Yes, exactly. Like, no, there's no advantage to being tall. Exactly. There's no advantage to, right. like, no one thinks you're sexier when you're yep. in, got your feet in these machines. Yep. Um, nobody, like, there's no perks to wearing high heels anymore. Not there. Like, right now, the benefits to wearing high heels are that they, like, plug you better into this sexist script. Like the sexist script is the reason to do it. So if you get rid of this. It's a reason. Okay. So that's why I'm asking is like, if you got rid of that script Mm -hmm. and you said, here's some footwear options and you gave someone a choice of everything. Yep. And uh, so, so say one woman in the fourth wave world reaches for the high heels. Yes. Why? (laughs) Why? Because it's kind of like saying, 
here are things you could massage yourself with. And someone like reaches for the razor blades. You'd be like, why? But people like different things. Like there are people who get tattoos and there are other people who are like, why would you do that to yourself? There are people who get multiple piercings and there are people who are like, why would you do that to yourself? It seems like it would really hurt. There are people who are into sexual things that a person might say, why would you do that? That seems like it might hurt, but it's their choice. And they're doing it for their reason. And people don't look at that person and say and judge them because they're sexist because they're doing something like that. It's like people make choices for all different kinds of reasons. And you can't layer your idea about high heels being this terrible thing. If you take the script away, which I agree that I don't like the script, but if you take the script out of the equation... I don't see the need to take the high heels out of the equation. The part that concerns me is the script, not the heels. So here's my question. How do you feel about women putting on high heels now, today, when the script is in place in order to get those scripty benefits, all the scripty benefits that come with that act? You and I, we go to a party. Yes. We watch two women party all night. Yes. Like a bunch of creepers. This <laughs> from the corner of the room. And then at the end of the night, one woman who wasn't in high heels uh-huh. leaves. And the other woman takes off her high heels, rubs her feet, says to her friend, oh, my feet are killing me. <laughs> Puts her shoes in a bag and pulls out some sandals and then goes home. Mm-hmm. Clearly... That woman was uncomfortable in her shoes. Yes. And only put them on. Well, that's my question. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you suppose, Sarah, she put on those painful shoes? Do you think she was I don't know. I don't want to make any assumptions about why she put on those shoes. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I don't see how making an assumption about her gets us closer to the world that we want to live in. I have another one. Okay. This is gonna. This one's gonna work. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Is it possible to you uh-huh. that someone in the world today put on high heels because of the benefits that come with the sexist script in yes. order to get the benefits? Yes. What do you think of that act? What do you think of that decision? How does that? How do you feel about that choice? I would want. To, I would want to educate that person to how many other choices he or she has. Tell me some things you would say to them. (laughs) This is it. We're there. We found the edge. (laughs) Tell me what you would say to this. Let's say she's a young woman. She's 20. Mm -hmm. She's, she's. You're, you float into her bedroom like a ghost as she's choosing what footwear to put on for the night. And she looks like, well, the thought of dancing all night in these shoes really makes me sad right now. <laughs> but all of the perks of the sexist script, and then all of the, like, for breaking the script, like, if I go against the, you know, the typical sexist script that mm-hmm. I've inherited... There's consequences to that. Yes, absolutely. There and are. then in floats, in floats Sarah, Sarah the very <laughs> feminist godmother. Yes, yes. What do you say? I would say, young woman, <laughs> for whom are you wearing those shoes? 
And she says, for me, because it makes me feel powerful. As a tear. <laughs> As a tear rolls down her cheek. Makes me feel powerful. I just, I just, just want to feel powerful. I would say, young woman, who told you, where did you get the idea that wearing those shoes would make you feel powerful? Television, she says. <laughs> Has television historically served you well? She says from all over, magazines, church leaders, books, shoe store advertisements, <laughs> every corner of our sexist culture. So much so, but one day last week I was walking down the street in my high heels, grimacing in pain but feeling pretty good about myself. And this second wave feminist came up to me and they said, hey, you don't have to wear those anymore. And I thought for a moment, I'm totally relieved by that. What? That's great. I don't have to wear these anymore. It turns out I'm actually, I can be empowered by not wearing these. Yes, you certainly can, young woman. But then she thinks, nah, I want to look good. Like... <laughs> Looking good and following the sexist script makes me feel better than I think I would feel if I abstained from the high. Like, I would feel empowered in either case, but mm -hmm. I would feel more empowered succeeding in society's eyes as I've always sort of pictured doing since I was little. Right. All right, young woman, that is a choice that you can make. That is a choice that I... Your feminist fairy godmother have fought for you to have to make that choice for what? yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I would not make that choice for myself, but it is your choice. Oh my God, I think I get it. I seriously think I get it. I feel like you're saying second wave feminists fought for not so that women would no longer be oppressed, but so that they could choose whether or not to be oppressed. <laughs> well, like you can stop participating, but no one's going to make you and no one's going to shame you into no longer participating. Because what is oppression for someone may not be, I mean, that, that was the whole thing of third wave feminism, which was like, in, so in second wave, you have, you have women saying, we demand the right to go out into the working world. And that is what feminism looks like. It's women working, not being tied to the home. But then you get to third wave and you have women who are saying, wait a second, I like being in the home. I don't feel oppressed by choosing to stay home with my kids. So please don't liberate me to the extent where I can't stay home with my kids without feeling like a bad feminist. So for different women, different choices make more sense. And so, yes, exactly. It's like, don't don't liberate me at my own at the expense of my own happiness and what I want. I can choose to stay home with my kids, and that doesn't make me not a feminist. I can choose to wear these high heels, and that doesn't make me not a feminist, provided that I'm choosing it because it works for me, not because it fits some sexist script. If the person is acknowledges, look, this is a sexist script, I want to fulfill the ideals of this sexist script, and I'm, that's why I'm wearing these high heels, then I would say, 
sister, you are not a feminist. Would you say, give me back one of those respect ones? <laughs> no. <laughs> because what am I going to do with that respect point? Like, that's not currency for me. I don't care about that. That's not what I'm concerned about. That's not what I want to work on. I want to work on the script. I would say, okay, you're making that choice. That tells me I need to redouble my efforts to change the script so that it does not have such a strong pull on So because you don't like that outcome. I don't like that outcome. No. That's what I'm saying. I don't like the outcome. And to me, like, I totally get how, like, I love and respect this third wave idea of saying that, like, women can choose to stay at home. And, like, because for me, that's, like, because that's a legitimate thing to do. Like, I get it. Wearing high heels is not a legitimate thing to do. And until you can wrap your brain around the idea (laughs) that someone may have a legitimate reason for wearing high heels, you're always going to think that. Like, that is the battle that we have right now. I think we completely agree about everything except your determination that there can be no legitimate reason to wear high heels. And what I'm trying to say is that I feel that it's dangerous to point to anything and say, I cannot envision a legitimate reason to do that. I, so, okay, I get that. I do have a legitimate reason to wear high heels. That I, I think a woman, mm-hmm. like, I think fulfilling the, the benefits that come with living out the sexist script you've been given is a really legitimate reason to do it. If, if, but if you take away that reason... It's that's the person that we have to figure out their motivation. And you can't tell me. You can't come up with a fathomable reason why anybody would be able to reach for the high heels in good conscience if you take away all those sexist reasons. But I reach for the my high my high heeled boots. But and that's not because I'm trying to live inside the, the sexist script. I like be I like being a little bit taller. So we'll call that the tall I script. Like the That's way still that a they problem. look. Okay. I do. I like. I don't the way mind that they look. wacky fashion. They're I'm a big pretty. fan. I think wacky fashion is something worth They're fighting for. They're not uncomfortable. So what is the problem? Why is that not a legitimate choice now, for me to wear thing. my perfectly comfortable? Could wear them all day and fight a bear in them. <laughs> shoes yes. that I find attractive aesthetically and make me feel good to wear them. If they're comfortable, I have no objection. <laughs> All right. If they're comfortable, I have no objection because I feel that many, in many instances in the fashion world, we put on things that are not utilitarian. Oh, yes. And just wacky. Yeah. And that's fine. Have you seen those boot sandals? They're ridiculous. I haven't. Are they comfortable? It's when something becomes so. uncomfortable that the respect points start yes. transacting. Because Because you're yes, because you're hurting yourself. Exactly. But so then, you get that. You get I that. I totally get that. Anchor point, anchor point. Anchor point. Hammer it in quick. Okay. So this has been one of the most Um, least structured podcast discussions we've ever had. Do we think we can come up with a how we want the world to be statement that we will both sign off on? 
About high heels? Yes. Oh. I don't know. I don't. I, it's so like. How about this? Mm-hmm. That seems like I'm going to be a jerk. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Go for it. I'll let you know if you're being a jerk. We're living in the fourth wave world. Yes. There is no sexist script. So all the sexist reasons for reaching for high heels are vanished. Yes. And yet some people still will. Yes. Because I agree with you. It's not the high heels. That's not like that's not the issue. I don't object to the shape of a shoe. Um, <laughs> it's the decision that, that worries me. Um, and so we're in the fourth wave world. There's no sexist script. A woman... Reaches for a pair of high heels. She can put on anything she wants. She reaches for her high heels and puts them on. I feel like the statement we can both agree on is that we're standing next to her, watching her reach for the high heels. I'm shaking my head. (laughs) She puts them on, stands up, says, ooh, these do hurt, and then walks out the door. For reasons we will never understand. Correct. And we sit there mystified. Mm-hmm. Then that's our perfect <laughs> world. <laughs> Is that a statement we can vote? Yes. I think I would turn to you uh-huh. and be like, Sarah, let's, when it comes time to vote for president, <laughs> let's not go with anyone wearing high heels. And then I would throw up my hands and say, oh, we lost our anchor point. No, you throw up your hands and go, hey, Jace, how do we know she's not just high? (laughs) (laughs) How do we know she doesn't like being uncomfortable the way some people like to be spanked? Okay. That, I, yeah. All right. That I actually can get behind. If she if she puts them on and goes, these really hurt, I get off on pain. <laughs> then I'm like, hey, man, to each their own. How shall we get there? How are we going to get from the world as it is to the world as we want it to be? I think I just had an idea. Okay. At this very moment. Uh-huh. Um... So, since we're comfortable with a non-sexist script, mm-hmm. I think we may have to write one. All right. So that's all. We just write <laughs> up a brand new non-sexist script. Do we use Final Draft for that? We can use Final Draft. <laughs> There's... How is this new script to be disseminated to the, to the population? Oh, well, this podcast <laughs> probably should do it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> So it's important to me that part... We'll figure out distribution problems okay. <laughs> It's important to me that part of our moving forward is, like, none, shame is not one of our tools in moving forward. Right. So the way that we're getting from where we are to where we want to be is not about pointing at the people who are doing things that we don't like or we disagree with and saying, you are bad or you call yourself a feminist or any of that right that i agree with that i agree with that because my original suggestion was to just simply admit what is already taking place and that is the idea that 
many aspects of womanhood have like come to us through this sexist script. So mm-hmm. simply by executing the script that makes us all feel normal and good about ourselves, women are at like a disadvantage. Like part of that script says, you know, women don't aspire to be sports heroes. Women don't aspire to be um, politicians and women wear high heels. So like high heels being the clearest indicator of compliance and adherence to that (laughs) script, I believe triggers that reaction in all of us, that anybody who sees a woman in high heels has some reaction to it, as we just discussed, either, oh, she's so attractive, she's so empowered, or she's so willing to go along with the sexist script. Right. Because my original idea was to say, we'll just be clear about that. And just tell people that we res- you respect them less for wearing heels, and that will cure them. Yeah, it'll be like, oh, I see you decided to participate in the sexist script today. <laughs> but we agree that that would just be replacing trusting the sexist script's judgment with respecting your judgment. Right. And what we want people to do is to engage critically with their own judgment and make their own choices with all, having all of the knowledge with them. Yeah. And to have those choices be based on what is best for them, not on what Jason thinks of them, or what society thinks of them, or what men thinks of them, or what other feminists think of them. Right. In this instance, my opinion shouldn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so we're not using shame. Shame is not a tool. Shame is not on the table. It's not a fourth-wave feminism-approved <laughs> tool. Technique. Okay. So instead, I think one of the ways is um, spreading information about the kind of the history of high heels so that everyone is aware of um, the historical baggage that might be attached to them so that when you're reaching for the pair of high heels, you have some information so that you can make a decision because maybe if people knew you know this is the history this is why oh the reason that we wear high heels is the reason we think they're attractive is because it does this to the female body maybe mm-hmm. i don't want to participate in that uh, yes. um, which because i didn't actually know before you know i learned at some point i just thought oh women wear high heels that's mm-hmm. what they do i learned at at a certain point that the reason that we like women's legs and high heels is because of like elongating the leg and changing the walk and lifting the butt and like all of these physical things that it does to the body. I just was like, women wear high heels. So I think the more people know, the more they can, like I say, critically engage with that decision of like, okay, I'm putting on these devices for lengthening my leg and lifting my butt and changing my walk. Okay, okay. I think that's a good call to action on how to get there. And just, um, and I think listen to the advice of the feminist fairy godmother and just ask, and always be asking yourself that question, who am I doing this for? If I'm putting on shoes that make my feet uncomfortable, who am I doing that for? And who told me that that was the thing I needed to do. Okay. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I like that one. I think I have one. Okay. This is something... So when a woman is reaching for the high heels or not, she is consulting with her feminist fairy godmother and making these critical choices. But one of the things that will play a factor 
and what she ultimately decides to do is one what's going to make her feel good about herself which mm -hmm. is going to be largely supported or encouraged by society right yes. society's response to her decision so all the fourth waivers in the world which at the moment i believe is just you and i <laughs> but if we pick up like a third fourth waiver <laughs> like a like a third person then they could join but eventually what we can do as a fourth wave movement is support people who perhaps are like on the bubble right so they're making a personal choice for them mm -hmm. that perhaps does not get them as many sexist script benefits right mm -hmm. but that we will give them the non-sexist script benefits like, so, like, I'm trying to say rather than shame them for their choice of participating in the sexist script, mm -hmm. we want to, like, applaud their engagement in the non-sexist script. Right. Well, and this brings me to, the, to a thing that I was going to direct to you, because, you know, my uh, suggestion of how we could change the script was kind of specifically addressed to the women wearing the shoes. But as we know, it takes both men and women to create a new world. To create the new world, it, both men and women are responsible for perpetuating the script. Yes. So what can men do ah. to change the script? Like, are, are there things that oh. men can... Because I know you're in an odd place because you are a man who does not see the attraction of high heels. But... Okay. So what to me is unattractive about high heels is the participation in the sexist script. All right, so if more men could be aware of the sexist script, then perhaps they would not find high heels so attractive. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> I hope a man would not. Some of them might be like, that makes it even hotter, because I'm really sexist. But all of us non-sexist men, we're going to be like, hey, I like it when you don't perpetuate your own subjugation. <laughs> Right, because this is the thing, is that we're in this together. Because right. we're both, both men and women are going to benefit from fourth wave fem feminism and the abandonment of the script. All of the onus is not, that's, that to me yes. is one of the key tenets of fourth wave fem feminism, is that all of the onus is not on women to, you know, wrest their empowerment away from men or to crusade for things and campaign for things. The onus is on both of us. Right, because the benefits... Because the benefits go to both. ...will be coming to both of us, yes. So men have responsibilities, too. Men can examine their thinking. When they look at a woman in a pair of high heels, what do they see? Do they see a sexist script? Do they see a longer leg and an elevated behind? Or, rather... And a, and a wiggly walk. Because if they... You know, a man looking to evaluate a woman in high heels in a complimentary fashion, may run into the problem I have run into, which is we see the sexist script and we see compliance with the sexist script and then we make a judgment. Mm -hmm. And that's not, a, that's not the way we want... That's no. not the chain of events we're looking no. for. Rather, when a man sees a woman in high heels and will instead say, I'm sure she's aware of the sexist script and making that decision for reasons unknown to me. And when I see a woman, or a man sees a woman, and in flats, mm -hmm. right, or a comfortable 
out, uh, cut this out. <laughs> in flats, in a situation where she could be wearing high heels but has elected to wear more comfortable shoes, we can find that as a plus. Because then we're not shaming anybody, right? We're louding. Louding? Lauding? Lauding. We're lauding folks who, uh, you know, are riding the fourth wave. Yes, and and the thing about like the men looking at the women in the high heels is not so much about ref- the thing that he can do is refrain from judging her. It's the thing that he can do is ask himself the question, what am I seeing here? What am I responding to? Because uh-huh. if there are men who are attracted to the high heels, in the same way that the woman looks at the high heel and I want her to ask herself, I know this is painful. I know wearing these shoes is going to be painful. Who am I doing this for? So I want the man looking at the woman in the high heels who thinks, ooh, that woman looks good in those high heels. I want him to ask himself the question, wait, what am I responding to? What is it that I like? Who told me that it's better to see, you know, that I like the shape of women in high heels better than the other shape? You know, like, where, where is that judgment coming from? So what if it is what they want? What if they think, like, awesome? Like a woman willing to, like, cram her foot in an uncomfortable shoe to look good for me? That means she'll probably make me breakfast when she doesn't want to, you know? Like, those isn't that, people, like, a, a characteristic of a very yes, those are the people subservient we're just and docile waiting, mate? We're just waiting for those people to get old and die. Okay, okay. Well, that's kind of, like, in my mind, I feel like... That's a signal that could be received. But like you say, if there's any, if any of you are listening that think like that, maybe come with us and think, (laughs) think the new and better way. I promise it'll be, it'll be better. There's nothing hotter than gender equality (laughs) and breakfast not getting made for you by someone who doesn't feel like it. That is the truth. <laughs> you don't want obligation breakfast. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. So I think those are some, some good calls some to concrete, action. Yeah, calls to action, ways for us to get there. Great. All right. Uh, are we prepared to say what our next episode will be about? Yeah. All right. I just want to say I think we did a good job on this one. I think so. You were very worried. You you felt very vulnerable. I did. And it took us like three meetings. Like we've logged like nine hours of conversation on the thing. Well, maybe not on the thing. Yeah. We've spent a lot of time discussing this topic. We've had many, many conversations about high heels. But I feel good about it. Recorded and unrecorded conversations. Yeah. I just, I feel in a much better place. I'm so glad to hear it. I feel less sexist. (laughs) And I now I feel armed to help help get us to a better place without shaming anybody, which is what I had been doing. And that, I'm so pleased about that. All right. Um, so wait, are we saying what we're doing next? Yeah, let's talk about next time. Okay. Is it's next your turn to pick. Uh, I want to do the, uh, I want to do the what's up with men. Yeah. The, wait, what did we just call it? Why aren't men ever ashamed of themselves? Yes, exactly. Well, not that I want people to be ashamed of themselves, but why Why don't men ever... Oh, I don't want to say it in, in the way that makes it seem that no men ever do this, when I'm sure some men do. 
But it seems, so here's the whole thing, is that it seems to me, in looking at our sexist culture, where it is very obvious that men benefit and women don't, as a man, as a righteous, interested in justice man, I would feel, wait a second, that's not the world I want to live in. I don't deserve to make a dollar to a woman 77 cents. I just wonder why why we don't hear more about men being upset about the damage that sexist culture does, both to women on behalf of women and to themselves. Yeah. This oh. is going to be a great episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exciting. That's what we'll, we'll talk about, you know, in the year 2015. <laughs> When we next get to podcast. Hopefully sooner. Hopefully sooner than that. Uh, we're still directing people to the New Suit website, yes? Yeah. Newsuittheater.com? Sure. <laughs> and we have reviews on iTunes now. Oh, so yes. Review us on iTunes. We you, love that. Thank you, Two Strangers. Thank you, Two Strangers, for reviewing us on iTunes. How about some of the people who aren't strangers reviewing us on iTunes also? <laughs> This is going to be the best way to pick up our third, fourth waiver. <laughs> yes, that's right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks. Sorry it took so long. Sorry. A lot of that was my fault. No. Some. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.